Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years, and he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, your podcast where we talk to coaches all over the country. We will talk about the Big Ten football, Big Ten basketball. We'll talk about other uh, teams and things going around in the sports world, anywhere from NFL and NCAA football, uh, maybe not so much NBA, but we'll talk about sports nonetheless, recap, go over some things, go over hot topics, anything that has to do with sports can be found here and also check out geek corner episodes it's a segment of the coach steve show podcast where i talk with my good friend logan lee where we discuss anything in entertainment and mainly marvel um, by the time this episode comes out eternals would have come out and we're going to be seeing i'm going to be seeing it live tonight it releases tonight by the time this comes out so you'll be watching out for that geek corner episode before we dive into what we're going to talk about today please hit the like button subscribe button um on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel, please and thank you. Uh, leave a comment in the comment section down below. Follow the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. It can literally be found anywhere, Apple, Spotify, wherever. I mean, literally wherever. Um, please follow it. It will alert you when a new episode drops. If you can, um, I know on Apple you can leave a five-star, or you don't have to give it a five-star review, but you leave it a star review. 
uh, rate it, all that good stuff. Please and thank you. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Podcast Network, the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Go to bellyupsports.com and check out all the uh, podcast blogs, and everything on the website to really support the show. Go subscribe to all that stuff as well if you have a chance. Betting season's in full swing. You know, we're really di- um, deep into college football. College basketball is going to be starting. NBA has started. Uh, NFL is still, you know, we're going to halfway through the season. And there's no better place to make your bets than MyBookie. If you go to MyBookie.ag um, to make a bet uh, on your first deposit, if you sign up, use the code BELLYUPFANTASY. It's going to double your first deposit, so that's free money for you to go bet on. So go to MyBookie.ag, code BELLYUPFANTASY, and it's going to double your first deposit. This podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and is back to the basics, books, and drills. If you go to CoachStoneFootball.com, check out all of his books on football drills, practice planning, game planning, and much more. Uh, if you're a football coach like me and the off se- it's, your offseason is about to start for football and you're going to be looking to try to get better, looking for different drills, looking for that edge, you got to go to Coach Stone uh, on his website. There's books everywhere. His first, he's got plenty of books. I can't keep up with all the books he puts out. But his first book has over 500 pages of drills. So you'll never have to look up another drill again. Go to CoachStoneFootball.com. Uh, if you're looking for an energy drink, that's going to help with a midday pick-me-up. Uh, but you don't want that crash that happens after about an hour or so. Um, are you looking for a pre-workout before you go on a run or go to the gym, but you don't want the pre-workout that's going to give you jitters? Well, then you need to head over to Swift Lifestyles uh, to get just that. It's a clean nutritional drink uh, for any part of your day. Uh, they also sponsor gamers. That's kind of where they want to gear towards. They want to gear towards everyday life, but they also want you to know if you're a Twitch game or anything like that, they will sponsor you, so you have to reach out to them. Um but if you head to www.swiftlifestyles.com, now it comes in a tub. If you go to that website, it's a tub. It's not a canned energy drink. It's scoops, kind of like pre-workout. You get 30 servings. I got the bubblegum bubble flavor. It tastes exactly like bubblegum. Like when you're a kid, you're chewing the you know, big league bubblegum. Uh, it tastes really good. So if you head over to swiftlifestyles.com, use the code COACHSTEVESHOW, all one word, and you will get 15% off. Go do all that for me. It will help. Let them know that I sent you. It help support the podcast. Greatly appreciated. Um, diving into today's episode, we're going to do an Illinois versus the Minnesota Gophers preview. Now, Illinois football is coming off a tough – they're having a little bit of a rough go this season. They're coming off a tough loss um, this past week. And it's, you know, there's not much more you can say. They are, uh, I guess they're struggling, you know. you come up, Now, Rutgers was not a bad team, but you lose 20 to 14. You, and you lose because um, we on offense, we couldn't get the run game going, the one thing that Illinois has hang their hat on all year. And it's one thing Coach Bielma wants to do. I think Coach Peterson wants to do it as well, their offensive coordinator. Uh, but like I said, if you watch – my episode where I talked, recap the Illinois Rutgers game. In order for Illinois to win, all the phases have to work. The defense has to continue to take a step forwards. And then on offense, we beat Penn State in the run game, but now they have film on it, now they're prepared for it. Now you really have to have your quarterback play pick up. And what I mean by that is, yeah, you'll win some games here and there, but in order to really consistently win, Illinois is that type of team right now, and maybe next year kind of depends on what recruits we're going to get. But that may take a year, about two years before Coach Bielema's system is really set in place and the recruits are really in. Uh, on offense, we have to have to start, have good quarterback play. And against Rutgers, Brandon Peters actually played well. He didn't show you any of these huge numbers, but he 
did play pretty decently well for Illinois. He completed short passes. He completed a couple long balls, like medium long balls. So he did what he had to do. We just couldn't get the run game going. Um, the defense was uh, struggling in the run game, and, uh, stopping the run, which then opened up the pass a little bit, but we let the quarterback run. We let all that happen. Minnesota has been an interesting team. You know, in the COVID year, they did not play the best. Illinois got the better of them under Levy Smith last year. And Minnesota, you know, they had gone, I believe, 11-2 and two in 2019. And then so last year, they took a big step backwards. So this year it was, you know, what's going to happen? What kind of uh, team is Minnesota going to have? And it did not look good for them at first. They had a, so we're going to talk about Minnesota right now. Minnesota... Under P.J. Fleck. Now, P.J. Fleck, this was going to be a year, and I, I was on a different podcast, and I said, I think he's a good motivator, but we got to see about recruiting. Minnesota is a tough place to recruit because it's cold. It's not a place that necessarily wins. He's got a, he's a culture guy, so it talks about can we get the recruits? Can they get the recruits in? And then on top of that, can they coach because of the bad year they had? You know, they got, they got beat by Illinois. They got whipped by Michigan and all this stuff. So you start off with Ohio State, and they lose 45-31. But even then, it was a very, very close game. But then you play Miami of Ohio. Now, give Miami of Ohio credit. They played tough with Minnesota, and Minnesota won 31-26. So at that point, everybody, and even myself, said, Minnesota is not this amazing, great team. Yeah, they're a tough team. P.J. Flex is going to have them play tough and everything else. You're not going to take that out of them. He's going to have them playing tough. But then you beat Colorado, who I think has a great offensive coordinator. You beat them 30 to nothing. So now it's like, okay, are they good now? Are they playing better? Uh, then you lose to Bowling Green, who is not very good. They have not been good since Coach Dino Babers left. They have been terrible, and you lose 14 to 10. So now it's like, okay, now they're back down here on this roller coaster. Then you come in and you play Purdue in a monsoon, and you pull out a 120 to 13 at the end of the game. Okay, now we're coming back up on the roller coaster. Then you're playing Nebraska, who Nebraska, we all know, is in a free-for-all. How does Scott Frost still have a job? And you beat them 30-23. to 23. So now we're kind of coming back on the roller coaster. It's kind of flattening out. Then you play Maryland, beat them 34-16. to 16. So now it's starting to go back up. Then you wallop Northwestern 41-14. So now you're coming back up. So right now Minnesota is sitting at 6-2. and two. So this Minnesota team is just up and down. It's this roller coaster. Um... Their, their Minnesota's quarterback has been the leading passer in a lot of those games. He right now is 87 of it, of 143, 1,117 yards, six touchdowns, but he has five interceptions. But they're going to run the ball. Um, their leading rusher, Potts, has 112 carries for 552 yards and six touchdowns. They, they're they pretty balanced. They really heavy rely on their defense. Uh, so Minnesota's going to play tough. This is not a – you know, they're 6-2 right now. 84% is picking them to win. Right now, Minnesota is a minus 14-and-a-half favorite. Like, that is big time, and I think it's because Illinois couldn't get the run game going. How's their defense going to do? What's Brandon Peters going to do? And all this stuff. Minnesota's defense has played better. That's kind of what they're hanging their hat on. If Minnesota's defense continues to tackle well, they keep flying to the ball, they're going to try to make sure that they get Minnesota's – Minnesota's offense is doing what Illinois needs to do. They need to take time off the clock and sustain drives, take what the defense is giving them. But Minnesota's defense is playing better, and that's kind of where their success is coming. Everybody out there is a numbers person, uh, so we'll go through the numbers. Minnesota is averaging 28.4 points a game. They're only giving up 18.9, so their defense is playing well, which allows Minnesota's offense to go out there and make plays. They're distributing the ball pretty well. They're getting 370 yards a game. They really rely on rushing the ball. 
They average 222 rushing yards a game. They're only getting about 147 passing yards. So Minnesota knows they are going to run the ball. They're going to take time off the clock to make sure the other team doesn't have their offense on the field a lot. Their defense has been playing well. They're only giving up 303 yards a game. They're averaging 210 passing yards, but their rush defense has been amazing in these games. They're only giving up 92.9 rush yards. Illinois is uh, averaging 17.1 points a game. They're giving up 23.3 points a game. We're only getting 324 yards. We're only getting 144 passing yards, but we are getting 179 rushing yards. Uh, we're giving up 402 yards a game. We're only we're giving up 241, and now we are giving up 160 yards rushing a game. Minnesota is averaging 222, so Minnesota is going to look to run the ball. So Illinois is just going to have to. They've started to really hop into more of their three down. Their odd man front. Now they will have a stand up defensive end slash linebacker, so you're still getting that four man look. It's still going to look at like you're going to get that four man pressure, but I think just kind of stop the run. Maybe you need to go back to the four down front um, and really try to make sure that you bounce to the outside, get back in that four two five look. So that way, if Minnesota does try to bounce it to the outside, your outside contain the safeties can kind of fly up and. I think Illinois is just going to say, okay, you're again, when you try to make a team one dimensional, in my opinion, unless they're Illinois, like if you make, if you can't, I kind of prove myself wrong in this and prove myself right. I think that if a team is really, 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 really good at one thing and they're just really, 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 really bad at the other, you got to take away the thing they're really good at and force them into things they're not good at. So I don't think necessarily all the time when you make a team one dimensional that it's the right choice. Now, against Illinois, if you take away the run game, you're going to probably win. Now, Rutgers took away a lot of the run game from Illinois and said, okay, you're going to have to pass. Now, Brandon Peters did well. He passed the ball, but I think teams are like, okay, this is what's going to happen. We're okay with this. Minnesota's going to do the same thing. We don't have Statowski right now. All we have is Brandon Peters now. If he can continue the confidence into this game, great. But Minnesota's going to come in and say, you know what? Chase Brown has one more carry than our running back in pots, and he has more yards. You know, he has 111 carries, 704 yards, and four touchdowns. So we're going to take the run game away from Illinois, and we're going to let Brandon Peters do what he wants. If he Brandon Peters gets a few yards, touchdown maybe, and that's fine. They believe that's probably the formula to beat Illinois right now until we get some playmakers and a quarterback. We need to – Illinois and Chicago Bears are pretty similar. Like, we need better quarterback play, and we need some playmakers. But Illinois, if they can get the run game going and Brandon Peters can play like he did, they're going to be put into a situation to win. But Minnesota is going to come in and say, look – you're get you know we are only giving up 92 yards rushing a game. They're getting 179. We are going to sell out on the run to make sure Illinois can't run the ball, and we're just gonna have to live and die by Brandon Peters passing the ball. We're gonna have to force them into passing situations. We're gonna have to get them in second and long and third and long. Uh, maybe try to get them some penalty, like that type of thing. Illinois defense, I think, is gonna almost have to do the same thing. So they got. I think they're gonna have to have similar game plans. And all right, Minnesota. You averaged 222 yards rushing, and you got good running backs. We're going to sell it on the run. We're going to keep everything in front of us on defense. We're going to have our safeties fly up. We are going to switch from our odd man front into our even man front. But I think if you get into that even man front and you start stunning up front to try to slow the run game down, uh, and then you have your outside contain with your defensive end and the the linebackers or the outside safeties that can come flying up, I think that puts you in a spot to to kind of slow them down. But I think when you start getting into that odd man front, 
especially when it's new. Now, if it's a system that they've run a little bit, in my opinion, in odd man front, sometimes you get gutted up the middle, especially when it's new. And I know why they're playing. It's like, well, this is what we want to play. This is kind of what we want to do. Not saying you can't stun when you get into the odd man and slant and start doing kind of what um, Coach Grinch does at um, Oklahoma and he did when he was at Washington State. You move. So at the snap of the ball, maybe you're in a – you know, a four zero four techniques and you have the outside guy. And then as the cadence goes, they all shift over. Now you've got a five, a one or a two, a three or a four eye and that linebacker's got the outside contain. You're messing with the linebackers. You're doing all that type of stuff. Uh, but for Illinois on offense, they got to figure out how to run the ball. And they did not run it pretty well against Rutgers. Now I have to think that maybe they were worn out from the Penn State game. You know, you played nine overtimes. You ran the ball 67 times. They might have been worn out offensive line. Looked, you know, they could have been worn out. Um, the running backs could have been a little bit worn out. So those type of things, I think, piled up. And Rutgers' defensive line played pretty well. So for Minnesota, they're going to look at that and say, okay, I think if we take the run game away from Illinois and we say, okay, Brandon Peters, you have to beat us. Not saying Minnesota is going to be okay to lose, but – they're going to know that if Brandon Peters is the reason why they lost because they're allowed in the past, they, they're just going to have to live with it. So their game plan, I guarantee, is going to be, let's take the run game away from Illinois. This is exactly what they're going to do. We are going to force Brandon Peters to throw, and we are going to make those receivers who are not playmakers by any stretch of the imagination besides Isaiah Williams. He is the only guy, but he, even he is not this guy that's going to go up and get the ball every single time. We don't have that type of playmaker. He's going to get the key screens. He's going to get the jet sweeps and all that. So on offense, we're going to have to figure out how to run the ball. we got to get creative. Um, we're going to have to play action. I think if you sell out on the run game, maybe you can get a short little boot to the backside with Peters, but you have to tell him to throw the ball away or not run because you can't afford to take a hit. So I think you're going to have to move the pocket. You're going to have to do those things, short passes, and just let Brian Peters try to get some confidence. Hopefully that comes over. Um, Illinois' defense is going to have to do exactly what Minnesota is going to do. Like, okay, yeah, they can distribute the ball around on offense a little bit, but they're way better at running the football. So if they're way better at running the football, we're just going to have to line up in a defense where we get the receivers in front of us, we keep them in front. We're going to have to make sure that we stun up front to confuse the line. We're going to have to tackle better. Where you know They took a step, a little bit of a step backwards against Rutgers. Not only giving up 20 is not bad. But it just looked different, if that makes sense. Like the way they played against Penn State did not look the same way they played against Rutgers. But I think the defense is going to keep moving in the right direction. You know, giving up 20 points, you're putting yourself in a situation to win. But on offense, we have got to run the ball. We've got to figure out how to get the run game back going and then complement that the way Peters played. If we if we could run the ball like we did against Penn State and, and Brandon Peters could play the way he did against Rutgers, I believe Illinois would win the game. This is a game that Minnesota could slip up. And Illinois can sweep this way, but in order for Illinois to win, they've got to make sure that Minnesota's offense stays on the sideline. These are teams that are going to have the same game plan. Keep the other team's offense on the sideline. Defense is going to have to sell it on the run because both teams are pretty good at it. And, you know, so on Illinois' defensive line, Illinois' defensive line is going to have to not get their shoulders turned. They get double teamed. They're going to have to pull those guys to the ground and cause a pile to let the linebackers flow and make a play. They cannot allow to get their shoulders turned. Uh, they cannot allow to not being a stance before the ball snapped and all those type of things. The linebackers have to get off blocks. The linebackers are going to have to really pull a ball out and make the tackle. And whoever your outside linebackers or outside safeties are going to have to fly up and make the play. Offensive line is going to have to block pretty well. And the running backs are going to have to read and run hard because Minnesota does have a stout defense. There's a reason why they are only giving up 
you know, 18 points a game or, or, you know, and so they are going to tackle well. We have to run hard. We have to get out of the, out of that. We have, that's the way Illinois is going to have to do this in order to win this game. And when we look at Illinois, you know, Illinois doesn't have much more opportunity. Like we're sitting here at three and six. If we're even thinking about making a bowl game, we can't afford to lose. If we lose, we're not going. We got to win the next three. Minnesota's going to be a tough one. Iowa's going to be super tough. And maybe, maybe we won't squeak that out. Maybe we do because we've proven we can do it against Penn State. Then we got Northwestern, which is Northwestern always gets up to play Illinois because North, Northwestern thinks or believes they are the college for Illinois and in the state of Illinois. Now, I'm not saying that if you lose this game, it's all, you know, all for nothing. This is a huge culture rebuild for Brent Bielman. I don't think people, you know, someone commented on this when I posted it somewhere saying, there's a lot of fans, there's enough fans out there for someone to do a podcast like insulting me. And guess what? I really don't care what you think because Illinois has been my team since birth. Grew up 20 minutes from the campus. So yes, Illinois is not this football program that's, you know, it was historic way, 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 way back then. And once in a great while, Illinois gets a decent team. That makes us very, very proud. But people outside of the program that don't watch or don't pay attention don't realize what kind of situation we were in after Ron Zook and that whole situation that happened with the next coach that came in. And the big credit I give to Levy Smith is they kind of put the glue back together, kind of got the ball rolling. Him and Josh Whitman, the uh, athletic director, so... Yes, I very I want Illinois to do well. Yes, it's frustrating when they don't do well. I want them to do well. And I understand this is not a this is not Alabama. This is not even a Michigan. This isn't even like an Auburn. But so you people out there are like, oh, he's gonna talk about Illinois. I am gonna talk about Illinois. Because then guess what? I'm gonna talk about Illinois basketball. And they're gonna probably win hopefully win the Big Ten. So there's things happening in Illinois moving in the right direction. So people that don't maybe listen to this once in a while and don't understand exactly what Illinois is going through, go look up what happened with the coach after Ron Zook. Look at the coach in history and then go look at the reports and everything that happened. You'll see what kind of situation Illinois was in in football and you'll understand that how big of a culture rebuild. And then what happened under Lovey Smith. This is a huge culture rebuild. This is a huge everything rebuild. So the fact that we are we won three games is great. Yes, we probably could have won six or seven games if we had better play. And then watch the games. Like you guys are probably just maybe seeing highlights, or maybe you're listening to me. Maybe you're just reading things that gets posted. How not great the quarterback play has been, but the run game's been there. How great, not good the quarterback play has been, but our defense has taken step forwards. So those are the things that we are going to have to do. So again, there's things. They're both Minnesota and Illinois are going to have the exact same game plan. Who and so it's going to come down to who ex- executes it better. And who comes out and just plays with nothing to lose? Like Minnesota is going to make a bowl game. Illinois has got to come out and play freely, nothing to lose, not afraid to make a mistake. They just have to play confident and fast. They do those type of things. They are going to be put into a situation to win. Um, I actually don't even want to pick this game because, Illinois, like I said, Illinois is a team where you don't know. They came out and did what they did against Penn State, then they come out and do what they do against Rutgers. So Illinois can come out and do what they did against Penn State, and they'll beat Minnesota. They come out and play like they did against Rutgers, they will lose. So they're just both got the same game plan. Um, it could possibly be a low-scoring game in the 20s again because Illinois' defense is playing a lot better regardless of what people think. They have to watch the games and everything else like that. But there's my Illinois versus uh, Minnesota preview. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, go check out all the other episodes. Go check out all the affiliates in the description below. Uh, keep you know staying tuned to all the weekly episodes. Again, we're going to have the Geek Corner coming back after Eternals comes out, which is I'm, I'm excited for to watch on opening night. I don't think I've watched an opening night movie ever, so it's going to be pretty exciting. Um, again, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Hit the, the like, hit the like and subscribe button for the YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much. And we are gone.
Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.